Welcome back to She Can Talk the Podcast. I am Colleen, your host, aka Gongoli MC on Instagram. If you wanna see what we're doing with the music, if you wanna holler at it, your girl, could do a collab, etc. Or you can go over to Colleen Eat Wings if you wanna see what I'm cooking, see what I'm sourcing and tossing for the week. Or you could just keep it simple. You can go over to doughrecords.com where you have the links for all Instagrams or IGs and TikTok. Um, but um, I do want to bring to you, before I get into everything else, I want to bring to you a new website that I do have up and running, and I'm very proud of it. So um, as you know, I've been here cooking, saucing, and tossing, podcasting with you all, not as often as I should, but I'm going to get more into that. Trust me, I'm going to get more into that. But what I have been doing is cooking a lot lately and, um, you know, just buying things on Amazon and using them to try them out for cooking purposes, etc. And I've been getting a lot of feedback. I've been getting a lot of feedback about, um, yo, what are you doing? Are you going to be like a chef? Are you catering? Or are you going to have a recipe book? Um, yo, where can I get the crock pot, you know, pot that you used in that last video? So all of this feedback said, you know what? I want to make a informational page where all of my family and friends and anyone who loves my videos, my cooking videos, or any of my music videos, or anything in particular that I'm doing for home improvements, and you want to say, hey, how can I get a hold of that smoke machine you used, or what's up with that microphone, or yo, I see you guys used an ill indoor grill that was smokeless, where did you get it? Well, now you can go over to my new website. It's called thingsibuyonline.com. Real simple. And it's really there to serve the purpose of what the title is, thingsibuyonline.com. So it's initially going to be linked to my TikTok page, which is the original Gongoli, just because I do a lot of cooking up there and a lot of... um. Yeah, a lot of people have been asking me up there in particular, where have I, you know, where did I get the grill? Where do I get this? Where do I get that? So some of the things that I've bought recently, I've posted them up there on the website. And then going forward, as I have um, videos of different things that I'm using for whatever, I will share those with you. If I think it's really cool, if I get like some insight, if I, th- you know, if someone asks, hey, where did you get it from? I'm just going to say, go over to the website. It's over there and you can get it. So once again, that website is thingsibuyonline.com, okay? You really won't see any like pictures of me. It's really just like an informational site. So anything that's been new or recently purchased by me or my family and we have been using it and you see it highlighted in the video, it's basically going to be like a quick spot for you to go and see, you know, where you can buy it, where you can get the best prices on it. I'm not selling it. I am truly a consumer as well. And it's just basically creating an easy traffic way, I guess, or an easy way for you to find the products that might have interested you if I use them and I gave good reviews on them and you want to give it a try, you know, etc. So check out for that, check out that site. And look for more from that in the future. So I'm very excited about that. I definitely want to share that with y'all. Also, um, I'm so proud of them. Well, I'm not even going to jinx the bird. I'm not even going to jinx it yet. Ew. So we're going to reverse and rewind a little bit. So even though I started out on a really great hype note, and I'm I'm happy. I'm in a great mood. So this, this is really not me trying to down the the um, moment or the mood, but this is a little bit of a serious topic, right? And I, I probably will joke 
as time go on, this probably will be more than an hour. But I wanted to talk about the state of black love. I know this is a topic that a lot of people are getting tired of. And I personally do not want to dive deep into it because I feel like why am I part of a community of people, black people that just can't get it together. Right. I mean, you don't really see a lot of like, I, I sat on TikTok today and took some time today to do some research. I searched for like Asian men, Chinese men, Korean men, talking about their disdain or the the way they do not like their Asian women counterparts. Couldn't find nothing. I looked for Spanish men that were doing the same thing towards their Spanish women counterparts. Now I couldn't find that. Now you did find some where they were joking them like, you know, they'll have tempers like, Oh, like they'll throw the chacrenta at you. And you know, then you had a couple of husbands that were impersonating their wives. Like, Oh my God, my wife, you know, like the drama, but it was still funny. It was still cute. And it was still in like, um, 11, 11 way, 11 slash funny way. But literally you can go on virtually any platform And you can find hours and hours and hours worth of content where you see, really you see a lot of black men just expressing their disdain for black women, like proactively expressing their disdain for black women. And then you'll see like a lot of, you know, not a lot of black women, but then when you do see the black women, they're responding to the rhetoric that their counterparts are putting out there and it's fucking crazy it's crazy because we look like idiots to everyone else that's observing this so there was a video i seen i'm not gonna you know go all into all of it but it was a video about like um i think the guy was spanish because he had like an accent but you know he was like an afro latina clearly and he was talking about how he loves black women he said not only because of their complexion or anything but because he feels like they're the strongest they're the most smartest they're able to endure a lot and still maintain softness and femininity and love and provide that and he said he wants a black woman in his home and he wants a black woman to be the mother of his kids beautiful well said you know, and that's how he felt. He was talking on, I don't know if it was FaceTime or whatever, but he was talking with someone else, which was a black guy who was African. And the black guy said, well, I don't like black women. You know, I like white women. So he said, well, I told you why I like black women. Tell me, tell me why you like white women. He says, I just don't want to have black babies. And I don't want my babies to look like me. So if I have a white woman, I get a white girl, my babies will be good looking. So then the guy said, you know, can you pick your head up a bit? You know, on the camera, I want to see what you look like. And the guy was like, yo, bro, not for nothing. And I'm a heterosexual man. I'm a straight man. But you're a very good looking, you know, guy. You should be proud of yourself. You should love yourself. That's a very sad thing to say that you want to have a woman of a different race because you don't want your kids to look like you. That was deep because from that video, I didn't take it as he hated black women. 
I took it at his, he hated himself. He hated being black. Now I'm not here to have that conversation and to go into, you know, um, this is why he hated himself. And this is why he, I don't know what was going on. I just was scrolling through YouTube, but what did catch my attention. And like I said, and I'll say it again, I didn't catch the, Oh, I hate black women from him. I caught, I hate myself. And if I could erase myself, I will. So then I quickly, just like with everything else, I jumped to the comments to see, you know, who's saying what, how people are reacting. But then I came across a comment in the comment section of this video, which said, um, this is so funny, you know, because this is the beginning of the NBA. So I said, NBA, when I think of NBA, I'm thinking, no, it said something to the effect and I'm, and I'm, I'm quoting it. I'm not saying it verbatim, but it was saying some like this video was the pre precursor to the 2020 NBA, 2022, excuse me, NBA draft pick. So I said, well, what is, what is that? Like what's happening? What did I miss? Cause I'm not really, you know, I don't have any dog in a race in any of those you know, forums. So I don't really know like what happened with the NBA draft pick. So if you want to know some real information, trust me, just go over to TikTok. So I went over to TikTok and I typed in NBA. Then I typed in NBA draft. Then I typed in NBA. When I typed in NBA draft, I think it was like national biracial association popped up. I said, this must be what they're talking about. So I clicked on it. Of course, when you click on it, it's going to give you like a plethora of videos pertaining to the topic or whoever used the hashtag or whatever. So I'm oblivious. So I say, okay, well, what's happening here? So it was people that was making videos clowning the 2022 NBA draft picked because they said everyone thought it was the same person coming out. They thought they were just in different outfits. And I said, well, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get the joke. But what they meant was every NBA or majority of the NBA draft pick players for 2022 were biracial and they all had black fathers with white mothers. So they was like, this is the protocol now for the NBA. And so in the comments, I guess, you know, so what, made people start making reaction videos to it was the comments because they were saying it was a lot of like dark skinned men in the comments saying, damn, we're, um, at the NBA is going to be the national biracial league. It's the lotto association as in mulatto, but you know, they were joking it and saying like, um, close the portal. We don't need no more light skin dudes in the NBA or whatever. And then people are laughing and saying, um, the irony of this is the same black guys that are upset that the NBA is turning into a biracial league for lack of a better word is the same people that caused the league to be biracial. Like these are your kids that are joining the league. So I thought that was interesting. So ultimately now you started seeing the a thread of people saying, you know, it's okay. Like you want your kids to be mixed because you don't want them to look black. You don't want them to be ghetto, whatever your reasonings are. 
even if it's like, hey, I, I'm in love and this is who I love. Who, whatever your reasons is, I'm not here to criticize or judge it. That's not for me. But um, what gets interesting is now that generations later, guess what? Your kids are now marrying, you know, other biracial kids, other non-black, you know, people, and they're carrying on the tradition. But guess what's getting um, flushed out? The black, you know? So I've seen it where, like, sheesh, you could just look at, like, and I, and this is the who I'm about to use for an example, honestly, is not even a black man, but, like, Diana Ross, her kids then the grandkids majority of her grandkids except for one looks white blonde hair blue eyes and then you already know because they're raised with money they're going to marry whiter and whiter and whiter and there's nothing wrong with that because this is what their family was set up to do right but it's interesting to see that black men had a problem with the NBA draft being so biracial. I didn't I thought that was confusing cuz like everyone was saying like you guys are the reason why the NBA draft, you know, is biracial and you're upset because there's a bunch of light-skinned guys playing. You made these light-skinned guys. So I thought that was funny, but the point I'm trying to make is this is what's going to continue to happen. Like we we're, we're we're um bleeding ourselves out or, or flushing ourselves out for lack of a better word. You know, you know, and some people are like, well, one person and a, you know, one biracial couple and kids is not going to make the whole race turn, you know, white. Yeah, you're right. But as time goes on and as you continually say, Hey, our culture is worth nothing. Our community is worth nothing. So it's better to align ourselves with other communities and invest in their culture, invest in their, you know, legacy, then it will decrease. It will deteriorate to nothing. Um, on the flip side of it also, how can we as a community expect other communities to respect us or to hear us, hear our cries, hear our triumphs, anything, if we don't respect each other? So, I don't know. That was a kind of all over the place there, but that's the type of stuff that I've been watching this morning and I'm going in reverse. So initially, like I told you, I was looking at this, these two guys and I was like, well, that's a good, interesting thing. And then I went to the comments and then it brought me to the NBA national biracial association, which I thought was, it's funny. It just depends on your, your humor, right? Like I, I don't care one way or the other. I have biracial people in my family. I have, you know, my great grandmother is Portuguese and Jamaican, but it's like Indian, India, Jamaican, and white Portuguese. So there you go. My grandfather's Hispanic, you know. My mother, you know, she has, she's a dark skinned woman with burgundy hair that people always thought was dyed, and it wasn't. You know, like it would look brown in the wintertime and then it would turn like red in the summer. And people thought she died that shit. And the crazy thing is before you seen, you know, like these girls now with burgundy hair or whatever like that, that was my mom without 
a treatment or a dye or whatever. She actually would dye it black because she was ashamed of her hair color, which I'm like, man, fuck that. You know, but it's hard. Like, you can't be beautiful and exotic and black. You can't, not in this society. And not if you're a woman, heaven knows. But the crazy thing to me is this, and I'm just asking this question based on my research and not really research, just observations. Could it be that black women are equally as despised by these group? Because I have a loving you know, husband, and I know a lot of good guys that respect black women. So I'm not going to say that I encounter this on a daily. Have I encountered it in the past? For sure. We all have, but no, I can't say every guy I know thinks like this, but the ones that do, because it seems like it was the same ones on TikTok anyway, that were like bashing, you know, black women and saying they're ghetto, this, that, and another that were also hating on the biracial guys that were being drafted to the NBA. And every guy that was drafted had a black dad and a white mom. So why the hate? Isn't that the product of your perfect union? (laughs) I don't know. So I thought that was interesting because how can you, you, you truly to bring it back to my first part of the observation of it, I do feel like you truly hate yourself because we're as women, we're products of you. We're products of this community and you hate us because we make you, we're here to duplicate you. So if you, if you're great, we can duplicate that for you within our children. If you're garbage, that too can be duplicated for you and your children. And I think that's why they don't like us. But then now when you look at the children and then maybe not the, you know, maybe not the mixed girls, because this is, if you go on TikTok, just type it in and you'll see what I'm talking about. I just thought it was interesting, but, um, they were saying how they like their mixed or their biracial daughters, because that's what they had in mind, creating like the non-black woman. That's mixed with a just a hint of black, but she's perfect because she's not a hundred percent black. But then, you know, on the flip side of it, it's like the sun. That doesn't reflect me. He doesn't look like me, or maybe he does. Either way, I didn't get that. I, and help me out with that one out there because, like I said, it was just observation. And I just needed some clarity on that. Like, um, is it really this serious out here? You know, and I, I found the humorous, the um, NBA, you know, rhetorics on TikTok. But look it up and tell me if, you know, I'm hitting on something or if I'm just, you know, I'm far reaching. And that's okay if you think I'm far reaching. You could just put down, um, like in the comments, you could put up like a tree branch or shit. Like I'm reaching from, I'm, you're reaching, Colleen, you're reaching. But um, that's a good segue into, you know, just what, everything I'm going to be talking about tonight, right? So it's a lot of things, and I definitely will say that social media, just like how I watched, I just gave you two different examples of one from YouTube, one from TikTok, that's driving a similar conversation, right? So it doesn't matter what platform you go to right now, you can see certain conversations being had without even looking for them, to be honest. So for example, um, 
you, you like I'm not going to say white men and white women in relationships with each other don't cheat because we know that's a not a lie. They cheat. Everyone fucking cheats, you know, not saying it like that. I'm saying there are cheaters in every race, you know, not is every relationship full of cheating. No, but there are cheaters in every race. But it seems like when it's a black couple, it's heightened, heightened to the max. Right. So, um, let's go down this segue here, you know, all of what I was just trying to lead up to is we know, and if you don't know, I'm going to just give you a quick understanding real quick, not going into it because I kind of like hover like a fly on the wall over both sides. But the guys on the social media platforms that are very vocal about how they feel about black women, they're called the manosphere for the most part, if I'm understanding that correctly. And then the women who have blogs and basically you know, oppose these guys' opinions or basically put out their own information to combat the rhetoric that's being put out there for black women, they're considered or they're called the Tea Party. And I believe I've mentioned this several episodes, several times over before, because I am an observer of both parties. So, but lately, it's been a lot of fuel being added to the fire a lot of wood being put on these logs to make these flames burn high. So we're going to go into a couple of scenarios. It's been like, I don't know if it's like they said, someone said, um, with celebrities, you know, they have like certain times of the year where they'll do certain things. Like they'll get married in the spring or married in June. They'll get divorced in the fall. You know, they'll do a negative announcement on a Friday Whereas they'll do a positive announcement on a Monday or a Tuesday. So meaning that, um, if it's something bad, we'll announce it on Friday, let them talk about it. And then by Monday, they forget, everyone's forgotten about what happened or who made an announcement. But then, um, if it's something good, you announce it on a Monday or a Tuesday, people are like, Oh my gosh, hearing about it on their way to work, they're active and up. Everyone's talking about it. And guess what? More than likely, depending on how good, how juicy the information is, they'll talk about that for the rest of the week. Right? So people say, let's get the bad news out first over the weekend. Well, get the bad news out on Friday by Monday. They'll forget about it on Monday. We hit them with good news. And that will roll out all for the rest of the week. So it's been a lot of um, Friday rollouts, I will say. So we know that a couple of months ago, Tina Knowles and her husband, I believe his name was Tim Lawson. Don't give me the lying. But um, yeah, so Tina announced a divorce on a Friday from her guy. The crazy thing is that I have to give you a Tina Knowles story. It's, it's my personal Tina Knowles story and it's still facts cause you can go on Doe records and check it out. But, um, I have a song called a lot of it and it's about money. And I said, I want the money and a lot of it. Mm, mm. Why you talking if you ain't shit? Mm, mm. Why you dreaming if you ain't it? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm just basically talking about like, why are you wasting your time talking about anything if it's not making us money? Why are you not dreaming about, you need to be dreaming about money, sleeping about money, eating, everything needs to be about money. So in 
and this was a couple of years ago. So when I was rolling out that song and trying to promote it, what I was doing was getting old clips of like, which was another thing. I'm going to be all over the place real quick, but I was getting old clips of, you know, like black people on shows that were viewed in a positive light. So I had the Jeffersons, you know, just George and Wheezy. Come on now. The original Wheezy, <laughs> um, George Jefferson and Wheezy with their maid Florence. And they was living in a high rise on, in midtown of Manhattan or whatever. That was always viewed as luxury, especially for us in New York, you know, like what he had cleaners in several different boroughs. Like, so I put George Jefferson as, you know, he's dancing in the living, in the living room with Lenny Kravitz's mom, you know what I'm saying? And they're dancing. And so I put the money and a lot of it over it. You can go on my Gongoli MC Instagram page. You might have to scroll back a couple of years, but it's up there. But this particular thing I'm talking about was on my Doe Records page as well. So um, Dynasty, I don't know if you're familiar with that show. I was in like fourth grade when that shit was popping and I got in trouble in Catholic school because I went to school talking about the gay son, Steven from dynasty. And it was a whole mess. But anyway, so yeah, yeah, that's the story for another day. Catholic school, Irish Catholic school. But, um, anyway, so that was a show that my mom used to watch and my aunts and them used to watch. And it was like showing rich glamor and just, you know, prestigious families. Right. But it was this one woman on the show, Diane Carroll, who exuded all of the opulence you needed to know about during this time and it was a scene where it was like basically her introduction scene to the whole show so she's walking into the hotel she got like 10 bellhops behind her with all pulling in louis vuitton luggage you know what i'm saying like beautiful woman beautiful and she just exuded opulence right so from fourth grade i knew that i wanted to be like dominique Devereaux from dynasty because she was opulent and, um, I too was opulent. So anyway, what I was doing when I was rolling out a lot of it, my song, I was just using different type of, um, opulent black families from TV, like different little skits and catching little areas of them dancing or where just like appropriately went with the song and was putting it out on, um, Instagram. So I put a video up from dynasty with dominique Devereaux, aka diane carroll's the name of the actress beautiful actress and tim lawson who is beyonce's mom's tina knowles current husband or current pending divorce say husband i don't know how you want to call that but anyway so i didn't even tag them in the video i didn't honestly i still don't even know dude's name you know what i'm saying it was really because of diane carroll dominique Devereaux, and just this is something from my childhood that represents opulence for me and i'm manifesting these millions so i'm just putting it out there right she hit the like button and then was like you know i like this i like this a lot and i was like oh sh wait no 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 it could be because you know in the world of instagram Anyone will take anyone's picture and create a profile. So I didn't get hype at first or whatever like that. So I was like, bullshit. So I went and looked over. Yeah, it, it was Miss Mrs. Lawson, <laughs> Mrs. Tina Lawson. 
I was like, oh, nice. Let me tell you, just as just like anyone else out here, we know that Beyonce is the queen bee. We know that she, I know that she's been doing her thing, her thug thizzle as an entertainer for years. And any accolade that she has out there, she fucking deserves it. Like, I am never, ever been a hate. Like, man, I got all my nieces and nephews. They Well, not nephews. But my nieces, when we were, they were little, I had them in there dancing. They thought they were Beyonce too. So I raised some Beyonce's there. But, um, so I thought it was, I, I took it, um, as a, as a compliment, you know, but it also let me know that Tina wanted to let me know that she could see anything about anything related to her family. Don't get it twisted. So I didn't put anything bad. Of course, it was just like my music to the video. And then he was like, you got to see it. You go on Doe records. It's still up there. You can see it. I'm not bullshitting you, but, um, yeah. It, so that's my story. And then, now I to hear that they're getting a divorce is like, oh wow, okay. So not to spend too much time with them. I don't know too much about their personal relationship. I don't care to. I just wish them the best. I think that Miss Knowles, Miss Tina, is a beautiful lady. And the guy that she was married to, he's a great guy. Like he's done a lot of shows from the seventies on up. You know him, good looking guy. Um but I will say the Black Love episode on Lifetime uh, with them on it, definite red flags, definite, definite red flags where you could see where she was kind of might have been a little bit over his shit. But I digress. I'm not, you know, you can go on YouTube and, you know, look that up stuff for yourself and come to your own conclusion. But, yeah, that was like, damn, you know, I don't know. The first signs of divorcism on the way down the road here so then the next um person that kind of was bubbling about bubbling about and honestly they might have been bubbling about before miss tina but you know they were doing a lot to suppress it as they still are doing a lot to suppress it now this part i'm gonna give me and i'm just gonna put my disclaimers out here yo i love all except for the person and i can't even say that I have no problem with no parties involved into this next story. I actually respect them all greatly. However, I am given my opinions as a podcaster, just my opinions on, you know, the scenario. Okay. The alleged scenario. Let me put that out there as well. So before I get there, by no means or no shape, form, or fashion is this a bashing. This is just my opinions, all right? So all right, now we're going to get in. So around maybe May, you know, you started hearing like little rumors swirling that Remy Ma was seeing Easy the Block Captain, which is supposed to be um her, like he's supposed to be the face of her chrome 23 battle league right so to me especially as a female mc i just want to throw this out there i initially and anyone please correct me if i'm wrong out there because like i said i'm not in the world i love to enjoy it as a um a fan maybe you could say but yeah a fan for sure because i love miss funeral i love shuni i love yoshi g um shit 40 bars like it's so many women out there that i'm like yes when i see them they, they names come up i'm 
tuned in. You know what I'm saying? So when she said that she was doing, uh, I thought, and like I said, correct me if I'm wrong, it was going to be a female rap battle league. So, and I want to say like 2022 when, and you know, they started talking like Remy about to put together a league, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, stop it. That's going to be dope. Cause if Remy's putting together a all female league, this might, you know, she's going to pull in some, you know, the OGs, some fresh faces. This might be, you know, and shout out to Babs Bunny, because I'm not saying I'm not taking anything away from Babs. Babs held that shit down for years continuously for the female rap league. So by far, am I not taking that away from her? But just like they have so many rap leagues that men can participate in and then women you know, also can participate in. Can we get a little bit more leagues for the girls? But anyway, that was a personal rant. But anyway, so to bring it back around, I was a little taken aback when they actually had, they had like a, um, a press run and she was like on several different news outlets in matching outfits were easy to blockchain. Right. And so I was like, okay, well, who is this guy? Because, he's not woman unless it's a woman turned man i don't know why is is he the face of the of the rap league i thought it was a female rap league so that was my first like hmm? the circle the square is not fitting into the circle so but you know whatever i don't know i haven't paid any money or have any dogs in that race to really follow along but then out the blue after the press run where I looked and I seen her in several different news outlets and it just looked cringy. Like a where's pap B where's the baby? Like, you know, we want, we want to see the family, what you out here promoting, not saying that you can't promote this, but if this is supposed to be a female rap league, where's the females? So it was a lot. It was a lot of confusion for me. I'm, I'm just gonna say for me, but, um, whatever I didn't pay any attention until around June maybe end of May they had a a card like a, a fight card that's what they call the battle leagues and um Papu showed up and he knocked out easy knocked him out the knockout that was not seen but heard around the world allegedly so then a lot of people started coming out and it was like, yo, if she better not be messing with dude. Cause it looks like she's messing with dude and she's playing herself if she do so. And then she came out and was like something briefly to the effect of like, don't believe all the lies about easy and pap that's lies. So people was like, okay, maybe she's, you know, saying like, yo, it is a lie. Like me and Papa good. And this nigga is just the face of my league. And that's it. Like, calm down like a woman and a man can't work together and I respect that too because I agree like just because you're a man and I'm a woman don't mean we gotta have sex we can handle business we can handle business like professionals I get paid you get paid and we go our separate ways and go feed our fucking family you know what I'm saying so I believe that you can do that but I also believe in energy because I pick up on energy and for me it felt cringe when I saw her I want to say she was on like um, a New York 
news show and she was sitting there with the lady it was a host and even the lady was like like where's pap like what the fuck who is this guy you know what i'm saying and she's doing all the talking because it just didn't seem right but anyway so you see a couple of more um bloggers start taking notice you start seeing more just regular people that's not in the rap battle league world started taking more more notice to you know how they were interacting with each other me honestly i could give two fucks but there's a point to all of this so bear with me okay so yeah so she went on a couple of shows she went to a couple of um award shows with her husband in the meantime so you're like nah they're good they're good that's just work she getting that money and that was me personally like oh she getting that money so shit does work until the most recent chrome 23 battle all i will tell you to this because i'm not going to give you hit with the verbatims or anything like that and um i heard that they're striking it down if you put parts or any portion of gichi Gotti's verse up so i'm not going to do that but what i will say to do is to look up Geechee Gotti versus Easy the Blockchain. And you just got to look that up because YouTube is going to give you exactly what you need and they're going to point you exactly in the direction of what you need to hear. So just go look that up. But when I say, who, first of all, I watched the video of the, you know, of the battle of him saying his part. And for those who didn't see it, I'll just give you a brief synopsis. He basically called out their affair and basically said it was wrong. And then he turns to Remy and he says, they know you. They don't know him. This is fucking up your career. Then he turns to the crowd and says, this is wrong. This is wrong. I felt that shit like you, like I was cheating on my husband and that's never the case. Thank you, Jesus. We're rock solid. <laughs> but I turned to Colossal cause we was, you know, watching the battle together and I said, babe, not for nothing. Cause you know, that's, that's not even no conversation in this house. However, if I was Remy, as soon as the fucking cameras went off and in the first private conversation I had with dude, if this shit was true, I would be like, yo, bruh, it's over. We can't play these little games no more. And I need you to be at least a minimum of 15 feet away from me at all times. You can still be a part of the league or whatever like that, but you will definitely respect the um authority and the subordinates and it is what it is and it's not even his fault but i would be so stern like that like nah bro that touched my soul and it's all facts i felt it like i was fucking cheating like ah because i said the first thing i said to colossal i said so this shit is true nah man don't say that and he was like yo like everyone and then the body language you know body language says a lot you can keep a poker face and all that stuff but body language says a lot based on her body language 
I would have been breaking up with dude soon as the soon as we got the first chance to talk privately. Like this ain't this can't happen. It just can't continue. This is done. Soon as. But some people be like, oh, it's battle rap. You know, they supposed to talk like that. You know, people be pulling out, you know, it's the most disrespectful genre in rap, you know, and it's true. It's true. I done seen people pull out, you know, yeast infection creams and pictures of their kids sleeping on the floors and shit. Like, I seen them go through it in battle raps, you know, and pull out pictures and try to annihilate their opponents. I get it, you know. But in this case, the opposing was easy to block, Captain. Remy is the basically person providing you the platform to perform on and he annihilated her then at the end she said oh i ain't know you and pap was friends like she kind of said a little freestyle thing but that's how she started it i know you and pap ain't friends and you call me a bitch again you ain't gonna get the back end or something like that about the money but i'm saying to myself is oh i ain't know you and pap was friends Yo, I can't even lie, especially if I did not cheat. I'm interrupting that fucking battle. Yo, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I I own Chrome 23, and what we're not going to do up in here is continue to be disrespecting my motherfucking name. You're not going to be disrespecting Pap with this fucking alleged scenario bullshit, trying to even throw it out there like my family's in peril. We're not doing that. And then some people would be like, Oh, you know, that's, you're, you're guilty you do some shit like that. But when do you defend your husband? Because that's what I'm waiting for. When does that happen? Even when she was like, oh, I'm stop believing the lies about easy and pap. And I know in the dictionary, in an alphabetical system, you know, E comes before P. So it was like, well, it's just proper grammar and diction. I get it. But when you write it with sense, sen- emotions and sensitivity, you're going to lunge for like, you know, the first name you, they say you think of is the one who you're really fucking with. So I don't know, but it was very disappointing and very messy. Then go on YouTube, man. The bloggers, they do their work. So one dude was like going through pictures on the block captain's page and noticed how he gave um remy a really beautiful dedication and the picture that he posted of her because you know let's not just let's not um get it fucked up remy ma is beautiful and for me i feel like this just remember what i said how i feel about me because i'm gonna give i'm giving y'all my opinion straight up and i'm not gonna give a fuck if she like come looking for me because it ain't beef on this side anyway, it's just me talking, but, um, she's beautiful, she's beautiful, I give it to her, every time I see her, I'll be like, go ahead, bitch, get that shit, I'll be hype, even me, even me right now, as I'm talking to you, I got goosebumps, because Remy is beautiful, and I think for me, now this is my opinion, and this is why I'm inserting it, and as I know, everyone has one, so what, but I feel like, um, Pap is so great. He's such a great, amazing husband. Bitches would buy a dude like Pap. Like, they would cash out their 401k for a dude like Pap. Like, whatever. But um, 
if you feel that you need to compensate for the time in which you lost by seeing other penis, um, seeing driving the car, maybe not buying it, I don't want to say I understand. But I want to say, if that was the case, why not a 50 cent or something? I remember when 50 Cent was gunning for Remy. Do y'all remember that? Hit me down below. And y'all could just throw up like, throw up a dollar, like 1.22, wait, 1.00, you know, the dollar decimal. So let me know. That's because that, that's my saying, like, if she would have went with 50, that would have been a dollar. So you put the dollar in there if you think that, um, no, put the doll in there if you remember when 50 Cent was gunning for Remy. Like, he wanted Remy. He ain't give a fuck who, had, who she was interested in. He wanted Remy because she is a beautiful girl. And I'm not saying, oh, you should have did 50. But you, I don't know. I don't know. Love, what, what they say, you love is blind, right? You just never know who you end up with or whatever, you know. I get it, you know. So it's not there for me to judge, but I am a little heartbroken because of the black love, you know, they really drove that message home for especially not only my generation, but the generations under me that were into that love and hip hop era and you know, that might not even really know Remy from her music, but know her from other things. They, they, they kind of got the, um, inspiration for black love from watching Papoose and Remy, in my opinion. I loved it. You know what I'm saying? Dude rocked with her for 10 years or however long in jail. Yo, B, and I'm a woman. And I don't even mean to sound fucked up with what I'm about to say. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a couple of dudes out there that was like, yo, Gonga, you want to rock with me? I'm going to be doing some time. And I visited a, a dude or two once or twice in jail, but rock with you? I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not even going to hold you, bro. I'm going to send you some prayers if it do if it's good and you know, I got a couple of extra dollars, I might send you a Christmas care package once every blue depending on if I remember. I'm not even trying to be funny, you know what I'm saying, but dude, and this is and I'm a woman is what I'm saying. And Pat held this woman down 10 years straight i listened to a story recently where he said he moved up near the prison do you know how hard it is to get apartments in new york and move around and move around shit try it and they'd be like why people be living for 50 years in the same apartment because they can't find another one at a comparable rate and size or etc. So for this man to say, "Yo, I found the perfect apartment near the the um jail, so I can get there and back and forth every day, still take care of the kids, still pay the bills, and still come there and fucking spend a whole like he did the bid with you." Come on, whoo! I'm not trying to go off. I'm not trying to go off, but that shit blew my fucking mind. So. You know, like I was telling you earlier about the Manosphere and the Tea Party, right? So I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Manosphere 1, 
Tea Party negative to what the fuck. And I'm going to tell you about the negative too because it's, it's some more to it. But so far, we're just going to say Manosphere 1, Tea Party 0 at this point with this scenario. Because every guy in the Manosphere and then more guys that were not in the Manosphere all alike, I told you. I told you wouldn't be on that bullshit. You could do everything. That's why we can't simp for these bitches. That's what they shit. You could probably Google don't simp for black women and you'll get a whole plethora of trends coming up for that. So men believe that black women are the scum of the earth. And what further helps solidify their theory is Remy cheating on, on such a good guy like Pap allegedly. Now, I hope it's not true. You know what I'm saying? I really do because that's like not a good look. Not for only us as a community of black women, but um for her. Not when your whole brand is black love. Not when your husband every time you see him, he's like bigging you up. Now Tasha K, you know, shout out to Tasha K. I know a lot of people um you know, I like them both. I like Cardi B. I like Tasha K. I don't have no dog in that race, so I'm not going to pick a side, right? If I like a Cardi B song, I'll listen to that shit if it comes on the radio. If um, Tasha K talking about some interesting shit, I'm going press, to press play and hear what she's talking about. And um, I even had to post it on, like, I even had to go as so far as to comment on one of her posts. Like, Tasha K woke the fuck up and chose violence. And everybody was like, yes, Ganga, she did go off. I was like, wait a minute. So I guess, you know, the battle went down and Tasha Kay, you know, was like, I told y'all, I told y'all months ago because y'all all believe that, you know, they have a great image and they do. I, everyone loves them and it's a believable image. So it's like, why do you want to taint them? Aren't you a black woman with a husband? Why do you want to see another black woman fail? Right? So Tasha Kay was like, no, that's not it. I'm just reporting the fucking news. And I'm telling you, people was telling me this months ago that she's been cheating on Pap. And when I put it out there, y'all hated on me. So she said some other people like behind the scenes made her retract it. So she had to do what she had to do. I get it. That's why I'm not getting into all of that. And I'm going to say it's all allegedly. However, Tasha K hopped back on last weekend when the rap battle came out and it showed the guy going off about their alleged affair. And then um, all this to say is Tasha K was not up there like, eh, eh, I'm gloating, I'm gloating. She went up there the next couple of days and said how dude was basically going to, like, he was trying to solicit a tell-all about his affair to the highest bidder. Even worse. Even fucking were you that's why you don't fuck the help because that's what the help do the help goes and tells <laughs> i don't fucking know what to tell you there that's why they say don't fuck the help you fuck the help you're gonna get help so yeah so tasha k said nah she she is not even really about remy it's about papoose and she was like papoose carries himself with such respect and she was like that papoose demanded respect from tasha k for his wife and she wholeheartedly obliged so she said i'm not you know going to disrespect remy disrespect pap with this bullshit 
And instead she went back to them and to her camp and told them what was going on to me. All this to say is I was speechless when I saw that because Tasha K will not back down for anything. And I didn't say she backed down because to me, I feel like she, as a woman, as a black woman did the right thing by circling back and saying, yo, you need to handle this dude because he's out here trying to play you. But then it brings me just back to like, ultimately, I hope it's bullshit. I hope it's not true, but it's very disappointing if it is like, let's think about that. You know, you got a dude that he spent all this time, you know, waiting for you to come home. He treats your child with him. Like that's the only fucking child he got. He loves all his children. You could tell, he, you could see it. But even one of his older daughters said at one time to him, yo, the way I see you interact with um, the baby versus the rest of us is like we felt like we missed out on you, you know? And he says that. He said that he was a younger guy. He didn't have the money he have. He was, you know, and that's life, you know? And I'm not saying it's okay, but you can also tell that he really truly is trying to make up and make sure he doesn't, fumble the ball with this family with this wife and this daughter like he might have did with his past relationships and it's just it's sad to see because what can you tell that man if this happened what can you tell him oh still love black women and still be proud and still promote black love and I'm a black woman and I'm not justifying Oh, this is the reason why we should hate black women. No, I'm a fucking black woman. I love being a black woman. And me and my house, we don't roll like that. You know what I'm saying? So to each his own. Now, it's been a couple of, you know, I was in my 20s and I was wild. It's been a couple of things that I know some people be like, yo, that's a wild black bitch. But um, to see me is to know me, right? So it's one thing to say like, hey, I remember 20 years ago she did this, but do you know me now? Do you know what I even am about? Right. So that's just my own little disclosure about myself as far as like, I can understand you don't want to hold people to the fire and be like, Oh, you know, she, she's always been like this. That's how they all are, you know, but this is a hard fucking fight. If this is true, that's all I'm saying, Rem. I hope it's not true because you and your family are beautiful and you just got a lot to, a lot going on, a lot of good things going on, you know, and you got a great fucking husband and you know what? I just feel like if, if it's a case and Papoose is, you know, turned loose from this relationship, we're never going to see this nice guy again. God bless any bitch that fuck with him after this. And you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if she's white. If he does settle down again. Bringing it back up to the earlier part of this episode. Do you see where I'm going with this? Like, it's a lot that needs to be fixed within our community. But now, I'm not going to just let it be on REM. Okay? Because that little nigga easy to block captain or whatever he's calling himself whatever that was a that was really really lame then he said like his retaliation in the battle was 
if you heard anything about me and a female, if um if if I'm still here, that means I still got the female. So he's basically saying like I'm still fucking with dude's wife. So you know dude ain't doing shit to me. That's how I took it. That's my translations, guys. That was not what he said. But he did say that part about, like, if you see in something and something, something, and I, if I'm still here, it means I still got the female. Just look up the battle. You'll see it. But um, disrespect, yo, even if I am, you know, I'm fucking you up as soon as we get in private. The fuck you going to say some dumb shit like that? You know my husband seeing this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. But now the only other thing I could think of is she don't give a fuck. If this is true, if all of these allegations are true and she's out there eating at the Cheesecake Factory in the back, secluded with candlelights, with Easy, and she's getting the, the, the stylist to customize matching outfits, and if she's really um, pushing it to the forefront, without any repercussions or concern of repercussions from her family or her husband. It could be she don't give a fuck. It could be the relationship has been over before it got publicized. You know what I'm saying? Which brings me to another couple, like, what the fuck? And this is another one I love, too. So I'm just like... Just just burn the black love sign at this point, goddamn. Just burn the black love sign. But for example, recently rumors were swirling that Iman Schubert was out there with, uh, you know, another girl and she was wearing his chain and all this other stuff. And it was like, he's cheating on, you know, Tiana, he's been cheating on her and she's always cleaning it up for him and she need to stop, you know, cleaning up for that cheating ass man. So this is the tea party, which is the women's side saying, Hey, this dude ain't shit. She, he got one of the baddest chicks in the game. She's, you know, a mogul, a hardworking woman to make sure that they have an empire and a legacy. And while she's working hard, he's out there cheating and putting his chain on bitches. So that's what the word was swirling around the menace in the tea party. The menace fear was like, I, 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 it ain't all what you think it is. Why it gotta be he's cheating? Why got it always be something they, he's, you know, and they, they was making up their excuses for him, but guess who came out and clarified everything for everyone? Tiana. She said that they've been separated for a while. So don't hold her husband's feet to the fire about anything that you see online because they're not together and they still co-parent for their family. So for me, I felt like the, uh, the, um, decent, approach and the the civility of her approach I don't know if you hear me clapping I don't know if you heard that but that was me clapping I give her kudos for that because you don't need to be everything needs to be violence and anger and you know what I'm saying sometimes for real just leaving and disappearing on a nigga or on a ass whoever that's more impactful than you being there and showing them you mad because guess what? Now they don't know what you do, where you at, etc. So, and because they still have young children, I'm not even mad. And I will say this: it just was sad and disappointing to know, like, oh no, not Iman and Tiana too. 
Like, what? They had that iconic video that Kanye West directed and whatever, and this, their beautiful family, the children. Like, they just look so cute. What happened? Not my place to figure it out, but I will say I give her props um, during this time of at least being, you know, decent in her and um and political in her approach right like she could have threw him out like fuck that nigga i don't fuck with him i don't give a fuck with she was like nah he's still we still great co-parents he's still my best friend and he's doing what he you know he whatever he's doing is not wrong and so i thought that approach was cool because guess what happened after that you heard nothing else about iman all the all the tea party or whatever you want to call them stop their shit talking no one was like, oh, he's a loser or he's a this or he's a that because they apparently broke up and went their separate ways before he moved on to someone else, as you should. It could be sad. It could be heartbroken. You know, your relationship fell apart. You've been with this person X amount of years. I get it. But um, being in the relationship and being sneaky and cheating is not worth it. So... If we have to break up amicably and you go your way and I go out my way, we can still have hope for a future, regardless of whatever that future looks like. If it's a friendship, if it's a business partner, if it's co-parenting, like whatever it is, we can still move forward amicably and decent. So I give Tiana Taylor that. It's just the whole air of what's happening to black love for me. Okay, now this last couple, I'm gonna tell you like this. I actually, I don't know, I just because as soon as I, uh, before I even thought about them, I instantly thought of Drake, like, come and rescue me, take me out the group chat. So I want to hit the group chat and tell them it's a wrap. I feel like I'm being held hostage in this group chat called Krishan. And blue face. And I know I'm not alone. I know I'm not alone. But why? How did I get? I don't even have the Zeus network. I never watched a show on Zeus. Bad Girls Club. Um, Cabaret. I don't even know. I don't watch none of those shows. I don't watch Love and Hip Hop. I don't watch none of that shit. So why am I stuck in this perpetual group chat with Blueface and Krishan. At first, you know, her song came about, and I was like, I thought it was Willow. I didn't even know it was a whole different girl. I thought it was Willow Smith. But they said, no, this is Krishan Rock, and, you know, this is Blueface artist, and she's kind of an interesting individual. I first came across her when WAC 100 was kicking her out of Blueface's house, and it was just like a viral video, like, oh, girl goes viral because she won't leave the guy's house or whatever. And I was like, wow, the way they're disrespecting her, I'd have been fucking left. I probably would have tore some shit up and then left, but... I'd have left. I'm not going to sit there with that bullshit. But, you know, she just kept on working her way into Blueface's life until she became, she knocked out all the other bitches and it became like final round with her and Blueface's um, Mexican baby mother, Jaden Alexis, I think her name is. People affectionately call her Stewie. I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm just in this fucking group chat. I just... 
But anyway, he has kids for Jaden, you know, and apparently that was Jaden's boyfriend when this girl came along and took him or started messing with him and whatever. Now she's had a baby for him. So now Blueface has a total of three kids, two with the first girlfriend and then one with Krishan. The crazy thing, though, is during the pregnancy, a lot of people was rooting for Krishan because, once again, I'm in the group chat, so I don't know how the fuck I get all the updates. I don't subscribe to this. But um, people were seeing her go to church. People were seeing her perform. People were seeing her at different award shows. People were seeing her at different festivals, being special guests on other artists, you know, performances, and she's getting the bag all through her pregnancy. The biggest thing that stood out, though, was Blueface went back to the Mexican girl. He went back to Jaden. And I must not say the Mexican girl, Jaden. So he went back to his girlfriend and his family, and he was just throwing shots, throwing shots, like lawn darts at Krishan throughout the whole pregnancy on social media, saying it wasn't his kid, et cetera, et cetera. So then she gives birth on live. You know, she has, it looks like it's family around her. They're praying. It looks like she has a a, um, strong support system. It looks like she's, um, you know, finding her way. So the fans and the rest of us that are held hostage in the group chat, we were all like, yeah, this is a good thing. Like, this is good. She's going to make it. Lo and behold, soon as she couldn't even get that hospital wristband off, honey, she got at the football game, she at the rally, she at the studio, she at the gas station, she in Walmart with the baby. Like, this baby has more cameo appearances than Gongali at this point. And I've been rapping for 20 years. And I'm not even being funny or trying to be hating or nothing, but what I know about women, I am one. And now I don't have children, and a lot of people try to throw that shit in your face, like, oh, you don't have no kids, you don't know. But I am a woman, and I have needs, and I also know about the emotional intelligence of a woman, especially one that's given birth. That's a fragile state for them. They tell you... Okay, you have to wait six to eight weeks to have sex. But they tell you also, when I say if you're working a job, they give you about anywhere between eight to 12 weeks for maternity leave. Or I'm going to say anywhere between six to 12 weeks minimum for maternity leave. Meaning that for at least six to 12 weeks, you need to sit your ass down. You need to be home. You need to be healing because you're still bleeding. Shit is still closing up. You might still have stitches that got to like fall out or be removed or whatever. The baby, their umbilical cord, that little piece that's on the outside got to fall off. Like if it's a little boy, did he get circumcised? That has to be treated. You know, it's, it's things. Then there's a bonding process. Then it's also that whole postpartum era or, or peace. Some women are blessed to say like, I've never had postpartum and God bless it. You're lucky. There's some women that I've seen go through it so bad that it was sad, you know, that I was like, fuck, let me step in and pick up the baby and I'm going to help girl. You relax. I'm a step in, you know what I'm saying? And I'm a feed the baby and I'm gonna take care of do change pampers, et cetera, et cetera. Rock the baby. sleep. don't worry about it. 
because they like I'm just tired of her crying and I don't want to look at her no more. And this is and this normally kicks in about three weeks to three to twelve weeks after giving birth. So you might be high on that um whatever medicine they gave you and high on like just the adrenaline when you first give birth and you're excited like yes I get to go home get out the hospital oh my god yes go home with the baby get all that attention but guess what after all the hype wears down reality sets in and this baby needs you this baby can't do for himself it becomes real and that's when other realities start to set in so I think that's what's happening for Krishan. I remember when she gave birth on live and I was like, whew, good, good job, I guess. I'm in this forever group chat. So now I see my internet nephew be born. Great. Then, um, like two days later, she's out the hospital. She's like, look at my stomach. My stomach is flat and I don't have postpartum. And I'm like, don't even mention postpartum girl, because that it doesn't work like that. Like I never had kids, but I've been through all of this. It doesn't work like that. So I just was like, well, okay, you know, whatever. She got, It seems like she has her family there, so she should be good. But that wasn't the case. Um, the next week, you know, you see Blue and his girl Jaden and his mom just coming for Krishan. Oh, she's doing this. Oh, she's doing that. She's not taking care of the baby. She's not holding the baby head right. She's not doing this. She's not doing that. And I was like, oh my God, like, let this girl figure it out. I, mm, I don't know why they would even want to do Like, why would you want to have kids with these people? And I think like, that's what one thing that I would say that I pray for my young black women, you know, period, and my old black women too, my black women of all ages, I pray for us that we get some discernment to us, you know, when it comes to settling down and having kids with people, because what we fail to realize is when you marry someone, you marry the entire family. So if you marry a white lady and she got a bunch of racist brothers, those are now your racist brothers. If you married a ghetto girl that's toothless from Maryland and her family's, you know, wild and criminals, that's your criminal family now too, you know? So, and on the flip side, like his mom, I don't know his, I don't know Blueface mother. I'm not trying to talk about her like that or whatever. But over the last couple of months, because we've somehow become family because I'm in the group chat. Remember, I told you this. So... Carlissa, that's my cousin name, Carlissa, that's blue face mama name. Sometimes she won't make sense, right? And you know how media is, sometimes it catches some of her words, some of her actions out of context, and you'll be like, yo, this lady's crazy. So the rhetoric has been out for a long time that Blueface's mother is obsessed with Blueface and any girl that he gets with is not going to be good enough. But, child, I can say... This was probably the first video of Blueface's mother that I can 100% agree with, 100%. She was like, it's not that I don't, you know, I want to be in my kids' lives or I want to be in their business. It's not it. It's that my kids be bringing these fucking weirdos for me to be meeting them. And I'm like, why? How are we here? Like, 
you know, you all my kids are good looking, and y'all bringing home weirdos. She talked about her daughter, and she said how her daughter, um, baby daddy and husband both ain't shit, both scrawny and shoes run over and just dirty, allegedly from the mama's mouth. Then she talked about um, Blueface, I guess, brother and his kids, mother or girlfriend or whatever. Then he talked about Blueface's two, which is Creshawn and Jaden. And it was like, every one of y'all got weirdos, got these ugly people feeling like they belong or it's okay. And I was like, mm. in a weird way, I understand what she means. The mom's is a, is interesting herself but i understand what she means like yo you expect more for your kids you hope more for your kids and you raise them and you see these beautiful babies you have and then it's like this is what the fuck you bring home Ugh. man i have a couple of nephews out there right now that we didn't have some conversations but you know i understand in that regard it's not for me to pick who you need to be with just make sure it makes sense and make sure you're happy you know but Back to Blueface and back to Creshawn and this whole mess of a thing. Now he allegedly um, put out the baby's genitals on Twitter to show a hernia or something and saying that um, Creshawn is not taking the baby to the doctor appointments to get the hernia surgery. And um, this is something that, if I'm not mistaken, is kind of common with babies. I think they get it from straining, you know, when they're trying to boo-boo or whatever. Maybe gas is in them, and it can kind of like the pushing. So I've had heard something to that effect before. But um, get it done. You're fucking torturing the baby. But you can have him at the game. You can have him at the studio. You can have him doing fucking backflips in Walmart. But you're not taking him to the doctor. Yo... This is the part that just devastates me. Like, there's a lot of people out there that don't have kids, that want kids. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to watch people that do have kids treat their kids like this. It's fucking crazy. And then to me, because I've been in this group chat for quite a minute now, she has a little dog that Blueface bought her a couple of years ago. I seen her chuck this dog into the back of the fucking car like she was chucking a backpack, like she was chucking a football or a basketball. I seen her drag him, rough him up, and dogs to me are like kids. I love them the same, and they can't defend themselves, especially small dogs, you know? A big dog, you might hit it, and that motherfucker might bite you, like, yo, who the fuck you hitting? But a little dog might not do that. You know what I'm saying? You might have some that are brave, you know, but some might not do that. And they're just like kids. And I've seen her rough up her dog. Now you added a kid to it. I forgot she had the fucking dog still until you seen the picture of her walking around Walmart with the dog on the leash and the baby on her fucking chest hanging over. Put that baby in a fucking stroller. Matter of fact, leave him home. And you send a Instacart, DoorDasher, bring that shit to the house. What the hell? And then the fucking dog? You got him strapped up better than the fucking kid. I don't know. I don't know. I just want to get out the group chat. So, to me, I feel like this. 
I used to have a lot of empathy for Krishan. I think Krishan's a beautiful girl. I think she's very smart, and I like her paper game. I like it. I love it. But sometimes not all the paper needs to be got, meaning you got to take some time, baby girl. You got to let that pussy heal. You got to let your mind heal. You got to reattach and become familiar with this baby and maybe um, take your time, take some time out to say, hey, Am I ready for this? Sometimes it's okay to say, you know what? Um, I might have to relinquish custody over to a family that can better take care of the baby. You know, who was the godmother and, you know, her, the white husband that was in there for the delivery? She made it seem like I was hoping that they were stepping in as like, you know, custody or something like, you know, I thought I was hoping she was going to say something like, oh, I'm going on tour. I still got things to do. So my godmother's going to step in. Let me tell you, as much as some people would have been like, that's fucked up. You just had a baby. You dropped him off. I would have respected her for that because at least that lets me know that she cares about the baby's safety. And she also acknowledges and assessed herself and was like, nah, I can't do this. So the best thing for me to do is to give him to people that can properly care for him. Yo, Krishan, I know I'm last on your list, but I would take care of him for you. And he would be raised in such a loving, beautiful, wonderful home, you know. And um, and I mean that all, no jokes aside, like real talk. I just don't like to see it. Like he's, man, on the flip side, Let's look at Brett and the Judy. They just had a baby about two, three months ago now. That baby ain't leading premises. If there's a photo shoot, they setting up in that house. If it's an interview, they're doing it remotely from that house. If there's any type of release of product, they're doing that in the house because they have a newborn and they know that mommy and baby just went through a crazy, you know, life-changing thing two months ago, so they got to heal. You ain't see the brat leave that house. You ain't see that baby leave that house. They might have got dressed up and took a couple of pictures, did a couple of photo shoots, but I could guarantee you they did it in the house, as it should be. Like, how are you going to be having him all over the fucking place? He can't even get his mind right. Like, the baby don't even, can't even develop properly. And then you missing, like, yo, missing the appointments to get the hernia removed, that can do more things, you know. So I just hope that's not the case. And I pray that um, that she comes to the conclusion of either, A, I'm going to have to sit the fuck down, settle down, shut off social media, remove us all from the group chat, and focus on my kid. Or... She's going to have to come to the conclusion of saying, hey, no, social media is life. Fuck this kid and give the kid to someone who can do for them, who would take care of him properly and give him the life he deserves and the chance he deserves. I do not want to feel like I'm watching a train wreck in progress, but I feel like I am. And I pray for them just because I do not, I'm, I'm in this perpetual group chat. I don't want to be here, but because I'm here, I'm forced to watch. And I hope that it's not a train wreck, you know? So those are my, I send prayers out to everyone 
that I mentioned on this episode. Even the guy in the beginning that said he hated himself for being black and he wanted a white wife just because. The crazy thing about it is, and you see it a lot in like, for example, I'm not hating on you guys, but you see it a lot in the Spanish community. My family, my grandfather's Hispanic. So you could see it a lot in their community where like the grandfather or the grandmother is 100% black. Like you look at them, there's no denying they're black regardless of whatever language they speak. But they married white, who then married white, who then married white, who then married white. Then you look and you got this one black Spanish grandfather, abuelo, in the living room and everybody else white, you know. So that's been happening for years in, in certain communities as far as the whitewashing and washing out the black. But I always, always wondered how do that black abuela, black um, grandfather feel? Are they proud of their legacy? Like, I whiten my legacy. Yes. Or do at any point in time, do they say, man, I can't see myself in any of these kids. I, I don't even see me. Like, this is not even my family. You know, got, you know, like, does it ever happen? I don't know. Y'all tell me. I don't know. I'm just observing and giving opinions. But like I said, I'm giving love from all of them, from the Spanish guy and the black guy at the beginning I talked about all the way down to Creshawn and Creshawn Jr., a.k.a. Big Rock and Little Rock. Um, I'm praying for everyone, you know. I've been there. This is not my first time talking about Creshawn on She Can Talk. And, um... Probably won't be my last because I'm in this perpetual group chat. But I tell you guys, I empathize with these kids because I've been there. The only thing for me that I'm grateful for was when in my 20s, we didn't have the internet. Thank God. Well, not this version of the internet anyway. Thank God. Because you probably could have still pulled me up on YouTube whipping ass and probably getting arrested or some shit. Never got arrested. But I'm just saying, if they had YouTube and cameras and shit back then, I probably would have. Yeah. So. And um, so I'm happy that, you know, people, you know, they say memories don't live like people do. They'll always remember you. Whether things be good or bad is just the memories that they have. Yeah. So. They can remember what the fuck they want to remember. But I know how I'm living now. I know what I'm doing and I know who I am. I don't give a fuck. But um, it's a little bit harder when your whole life plays out on social media, which is a permanent platform that will be there forever. The kid will be 22. He'll be able to pull up and be like, yo, my mom and dad was fucking birds. Why were you even chasing this nigga down? You know, all that type of stuff. So I just say be a little bit more conscientious, ladies, in your decisions. Um, the way it's looking out here, a lot of the black guys, you know, who they don't even like halfway like us. So, you know, be discerned, be aware and move on down the road. You know what I'm saying? Move on down the road. And that means opening your, expanding your horizons. It's okay if you want to date a white guy. It's okay if you want to date a Spanish guy. Because guess what? Their light-skinned biracial sons are going to need some daughters to marry. So you create them. Create those biracial kids. And um, 
you know, make it work out. And then, and I'm not being a hater. I'm just going over topics that I saw all over the web. And I was like, this is interesting. It's an interesting day and time that we're in. TikTok will send you down a rabbit hole. But nonetheless, because I ended this show, my last topic was talking about Creshawn. I mentioned Drake too. Take me out the group chat. Um, Rescue me. I don't even know what the name of that song is. So I'm going to go with Creshawn. And I'm going to do It's a Vibe. If you heard this before on here, it's probably because I talked about her before. And I don't really know any of her other songs. But um, is this really a vibe, Creshawn? The jury's out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have such a great, confident persona when it's coming, when it's time to, like, fight bitches and to, you know, cuss people out. That's great. But you do break down when it comes to Blueface and anything he fucking says or does. And he could literally be with Jaden on the fucking live sucking on her titty and you will welcome him into your bed tomorrow. So that's not my place, you know, to judge you on that, but I just want and hope and pray that for Krishan Jr. You become a little bit stronger in whatever decision you make. If it's, Hey, I'm going to calm the fuck down and make sure my kid makes it to one years old happily and healthily. Or you'd be like, yo, I can't do this and maybe give him to a family member, you know, give him to someone that, you know, can help you raise him and that you can come back to. Maybe that couple that was there, you know, your God family, maybe them, you know, someone that will still allow you access to see him, but still allow you to get on your feet because you're a young girl and you can still grow and you can still get on your feet and they can go get your son. But, um... It's okay also to say it's a lot and I need some time. Also, I'm going to back up a little bit. Ram, Remy, I'm not going to let you off that easy either. I'm going to need for you to clear the fucking air. Is you or is you ain't Pap's baby? (laughs) Or are you with easy? What is the deal? If you're with Easy, that's your prerogative, like Bobby Brown. There's no one out here that's going to, like, tell you you're wrong for who you love. But it is going to break our hearts because we watched that man go through trial, tribulation, fights, and humiliation, public humiliation at the behest of showing his love for you. You got to stand up for him, man. You got to either stand up for him or clear the fucking air. Hit us with a Tiana Taylor, please. Shout out to Tiana Taylor one more time before I end this episode. But Ram, we need a official statement or something. You know what I'm saying? If you don't fuck with him, cool. Official statement. If it's just disrespect from this dude and the the aesthetics was taken or the optics were received wrong clear the air but just like loaded luck said in a um video clip i watched last night he said saying nothing is saying something but what are you saying in that silence you know 
So I'm praying for y'all. I'm rooting for y'all, for you and Pap, because, you know, for the last 15 years, I've been in that group chat too. And it was a beautiful thing to watch him, you know, just pour into you. And it was a beautiful thing to watch you blossom from the, the strength and the love of a good man. I'm telling you, you can see the difference in a woman and you can see the difference in a man when they have a good situation, you know, and both of you equally shined off of that. So I'm rooting for you guys and I hope y'all work it out and I hope everything goes well, you know, because that's not what we need in 2023, especially when it's a lot of everything is focused on race. Everything is focused on proving that, you know, we belong at the bottom. We belong at the end. And in our own men, in our community, agreeing, like, as long as there's a Becky out there, fuck a Tammy. Fuck a whoever, you know, a Keisha or whatever. So, I don't know. We got to do something about that. We got we to gotta, we gotta show a little bit more love. And we got to also be a little bit a little bit more discern, show a little bit more discernment towards our counterparts because it's getting crazy out here. But um, I don't know. I'm going to leave y'all with that. Like I said, I wasn't trying to go into a whole big damper mood, but I did want to hit y'all with this. You know, this was a different episode. Like I told you, I hope you checked out my first sub-series of the Urban um, crime series that I got started. The first one was on high five. The next one is going to be on the Fuji's and that will be dropping this week. So yeah, so that's something completely different from the uh, original she can talk episodes where I touch on everything, which this episode is. And, um, this episode, I just wanted to talk about just, you know, black love in 2023. Is it even a thing right now? You know, because all we're being shown is, you know, the dissipation of black love. And I'm, and I myself is in black love. So I know it's not dissipating and going anywhere, you know, saying you are what you put into it. And, you know, you got to pour into your, your partner, your partner got to pour into you to make it work. I'm a hundred percent for that. So I'm here to tell you that is not dead, but the perception that is being brought about on social media and, you know, perception is reality. They're showing a lot of dissipation in the black relationship and is like solidifying among other people and other races and other groups. Like, yeah, these people will never get together. They'll never love each other. So we won over there. I don't know. You tell me, but, um, I guess it's a vibe, right? This is the area that we're in, the, or the era that we're in, right? Bitches don't give a fuck. Niggas don't give a fuck. Men don't, black men don't respect black women. Black women don't respect black men. Is that where we're at? I refuse to believe that's where we're at. I see so many couples that are beautiful and happily married that I interact with on a regular basis within my circle. I see so many families um, black families taking their children on beautiful trips abroad, showing them the world without relying on a school or a textbook. I see so much in my real day-to-day day life that I know that's not the case, but the stereotypes prevail and we got to fight these. Like we got, we can't fall into them and we can't let them continue to manifest. You know, everything will be like the NBA, the new NBA, if we keep it this rate. And don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with, you know, biracial people or marrying outside your race. But um, 
it is something wrong if it's at the expense of dissolving one race and strengthening another race. So think about that. Yeah, because like they said, one of the running jokes just to with the NBA thing was, oh, yeah, you know, they fought so hard to integrate the league to now basically bring it back to the, its original color, you know, because, you know, any of that's that's a whole other story for another day. I'm not going into all of that, but this was enough for today for me to kind of pick your brain. But I want you all to tell me, am I reaching? Am I just like, do I need to hop off of YouTube and TikTok and stop going down those rabbit holes? Or do you agree like, yo, why is black love under so much negative scrutiny lately? Are we in danger of just whitewashing ourselves out of existence as a, as a race, you know, as a people? And I mean, everywhere, not just in America, I'm talking about Jamaica, the Caribbeans, Haiti, Dominican Republic, like anywhere where you're seeing this happening, we are, is it a potential possibility that we will just erase ourselves and it will be, and that black people will just be a thing no more? Is that the goal? I don't know. Y'all tell me, but, um, it's sad to see, it's sad to see the black love in the state that it's in on, on the public platforms. And hopefully in the future, we can see a little bit better opportunity. Um, and we just see a better you know, a change, a change for the better. I was going to do Creshawn, but as I started talking to you guys, I'm going to play Drake, come and rescue me because yeah, come and rescue me, Drake out of this fucking group chat, man. I'm tired of being in all group chats right now. Like the ones about, um, Creshawn, the ones about the hating black men, the ones about black women will never get a good man. Like, take me out of all of the group chats, please. Please. All right, y'all. Once again, it's Colleen. I'm going to leave y'all on that, though, okay? I, I bug it out. But it was a great topic I wanted to share with y'all. Just discuss a little bit of how I feel. And y'all share with me how y'all feel. Feel free to hit me up. Once again, new website, thingsibuyonline.com. So you can go to TikTok where it's the original Gongoli. You can go to doughrecords.com. You can go to Gongoli MC on Instagram, Kalini Wings on Instagram. She can talk to podcast on Instagram or DOE underscore records on Instagram for any content, any videos, any links of interest. If you want to respond or um, really have a discussion in depth about this topic, feel free to hit the post on the She Can Talk Instagram page. It probably will be your best bet because I will be active up there with this post. But anyway, other than that, I'm going to leave you with Drake. Before I go, um, you know how I do. Spread love out there, y'all regardless of whatever fucking color i don't have these episodes by any means to draw any lines or create any division it is a lot of division out there already i just merely am trying to bring awareness to it and ask a couple of questions am i bugging out 
are my observations incorrect? I am open to correction and I'm open to discussion. So this in by way is not a one-sided opinion or a stand on it strong opinion. I'm just observing and questioning. So until next time, y'all spread love. I don't care what color you are. Love each other because you can't love me if you don't love you. And... I'm going to end it right there. Oh, no, you know, I can't end it right there. You know, I got to also say, yo, this is the She Can Talk podcast. If you like it, tell a friend. If you don't like it, tell a friend. Because guess what? It don't hurt me either way. Love y'all. And until next time, peace. Sad Pony. Hey. Yeah. Penny X. I need someone to be patient with me. Someone to get money when I take it from me uh, They don't even need to be as famous as me I don't think I meet them at the places I be But deep down I think about you all day, mommy I know I'm a pit bull, but dolly, mommy I just wanna take you on a holiday, mommy Say what's on your mind, I'ma call away, mommy Come and rescue me uh, Take me out the club, uh, the trap, take me off the market, take me off the map. I'm tryna hit the group chat and tell them it's a come and rescue me. Take me out the club, take me out the trap, take me off the market, take me off the map. I'm tryna hit the group chat and tell them it's a rap. I didn't come this far just to come this far and not be happy. Okay, remember fair. that. You didn't come this far just to come this far. Yeah, I saw it on the internet. <laughs> I don't really know how to confess my love. Really seem like I wanna test my love for you who don't know how to express my love. That's why American Express my love for you. I need you, yeah, I really do. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Okay. Tell me what to do. All I know is hit the mall to see what damage I could do. Okay. I give you the world, but there's other planets too. And I need someone to be patient with me. Someone to get money when I take it from me. Uh, they don't even need to be as famous as me. I don't think I meet them at the places I be. But deep down, I think about you all day, mommy. I know I'm a pit bull, but darling. I just wanna take you on a holiday, mommy Say what's on your mind, I'ma call away, mommy Come and rescue me, whoa. Take me out the club, whoa. take me out the trap, whoa. Take me off the market, take me off the map I'm tryna hit the group chat and tell them it's a come and rescue me Take me out the club, take me out the trap Consistent out of our positions I-
I need someone to be patient with me Someone to get money with, not take it from me uh, They don't even need to be as famous as me I don't think I meet them at the places I be But deep down I think about you all day, mommy I know I'm a pit bull, but darling, mommy I just wanna take you on a holiday, mommy Say what's on your mind, I'ma call away, mommy Come and rescue me, oh, Take me out the club, oh, take me out the trap, oh, Take me off the 